good job in all the time in the world. Being emotionally there for somebody is time. It's Ale, and today I'm here with Carlo and Jen. And so basically, I've known Jen for at least a year now, and I met her through Carlo. Shout out to Andrea. We met at a party and really like hit it off. We connected really well. She's my down-to-earth girl, I feel like. And Carlo, I've known him since middle school. I forgot. I don't even know. Like, we're old now <laughs> at this point. And he was moving from Georgia at the time. So I saw him sitting at a table alone one day. And I was like, who is that? Like, I feel bad. You know, let me go over there real quick. <laughs> this is engraved in my memory. I just remember that. But we all became really close friends at the end of the day. I passed it off to Carlo because... We all know each other mutually somehow, some way. All right, laughing at Ali, I'll just go off on her first. I moved to Gunnison from Georgia. I'm a light-skinned kid. We weren't popular back in 2006. It was whatever. So when I come to the school, I'm saying, like, you know, Hispanics, blacks, whites, really not really many, like, mixed-race people like me. So I sit at a table and by myself. I think I was with John and Shaq. Then... Huh? <laughs> That's crazy. Anyways, so I sat at the table with just those two guys because they they saw me and were like, hey, come sit down. So I'm like, all right, cool. But then I'm looking at the table in front of me, and it's a table full of Hispanics. And I'm like, sheesh, this is like clicked up, like Hispanics over here, whites over there, blacks over there. So, you know, they come over, they're like, yo, like, you're Hispanic? I'm like, yeah. So, like, oh, you got to sit with us. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then when the black people came, they were like, oh, you you black? I'm like, yeah, I'm that too. All right, cool. We can. But I mean, that's how I know Alan. How I know Jen, circa 2014, had a criminology class together. It was probably between the first like five classes. I think randomly, I just like talked to her right after. I was like, yo, like, you know, you major in criminology? I think she probably told me, yeah. I was like, oh, we should study sometime. And, you know, and that went from you know, hey, let's link a study. We linked a study, and then she was like, oh, hey, you want to just come to my room and and study? I'm like, cool. And, she, and since then, been friends for the last seven-plus years. I'm give it to Jen. Let's cut the cap right now. <laughs> so the things that were true in his statements were we did meet in 2014 at ODU. Um, we had a mutual class together. Um, we started studying, hanging out, and I actually had a boyfriend at the time, and you could call us best friends. We, um, we had a really good friendship. We kept up with each other. When I would come, up, come home on breaks, we'd hang out. Um, and then one day, Carlo hit me up saying that he was going to possibly be moving um, out of the country um, with his family. And he asked me if I thought it was a good idea. And I said, yeah, you should go. Like, there's a lot of people who've never even been out of the state we live in, um, let alone out of the country or even own a passport. So he pretty much told me that he was madly in love with me after that. Sad news, he went to uh, um, Peru and he got a girlfriend. All good, though. No hard feelings. It didn't work out. Um, so I was living in Norfolk at the time, and we pretty much had a conversation about if I ever came and lived um, closer to home that um, I wanted us to try to give us a, give it a real shot at dating. And he agreed. So I eventually ended up moving back home in, I'd say, like, uh, 2020. 
Um, and so we went on a couple of dates, which actually went, went really well. But in the back of my mind, I'm sitting here like, how are we going to move on from this friend stage to like a taking each other serious kind of stage? Um, and I won't lie, I ghosted him for about a month. Um, I wasn't over my last uh, situationship. That was a waste of my time. But um, anyway, so I, I kept our snap streak going, though. You know, got to keep the snap streak. But, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, we ended up um, finally uh, talking again and dating. Um, and it's almost been two years. Yeah, it's talking about cut the cap. First off, I don't know why she didn't add this in. Because when I told her I was leaving and I confessed my feelings, she said, damn, if only I knew him before, you could have came down, moved in with me, could have had a nice relationship, all that in the third. And on top of that, then she said, well, hey, how about this? When you come back from Spain, we can actually give it a chance. Boom. A year later, I came back from Spain. She moved up. And this is like two months after I've been back. She knew or whatever. We were talking. And then she randomly brings up, hey, you remember what I told you last year? I'm over here thinking like, what the fuck did you tell me last year? She's like, oh, when I said, you know, we should try dating, were you still up for it? I'm like, all right, cool. I ain't talking to nobody anyways. Fuck it. Like, start talking. One month later, I'm ghosting for a month. I'm like, what the fuck? You don't want to tell me to try, let's try this relationship shit. And I'm getting ghosted the second month of talking. So one month dates, one month don't hear from you. And I hit you up every day. Damn near. Won't lie, ladies. He did hit me up. He'd even send me, like, pictures of um, stuff at, like, art galleries and be like, do you want one of these? And I would read receipt that shit <laughs> and never reply. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, you see, fellas, when they say set high expectations, don't, don't believe that. Like, you can do it. You can do it all and leave with nothing. Still kept a snap streak, though. <laughs> So on Instagram, from a male, he wanted to know why us women, quote-unquote, have these high-ass expectations for men. And I just, I want to go over, like, a couple uh, questions, I guess. But first, I was reading this article by this guy, um, and his name is Jeff Campbell. So he brought up some, like, really good questions, and he goes into, like, what is, what is dating? And he goes into assumptions versus expectations. So obviously, everybody has assumptions when dating, and we all have expectations whether we know it or not. And so basically he's saying that the dictionary defines assumptions as something that is assumed to be true and that it's normal for every, anyone and everyone to make assumptions about certain things. But when you're making assumptions about a person's actions, intentions, and even their understanding about certain situations, it can lead to major misunderstandings about their actions, intentions, and understandings. So... With that being said, too, there's expectations 
What expectation means in the dictionary is that it's a belief that something is going to and will happen or that something is the case. So those two definitely tie together. It's perfectly normal for people to have expectations. I know for sure I learned my lesson. I have hella high expectations um, at this point. I've learned so much. Like, your girl has been in a relationship for 11 years, so... She's learned a lot, and, like, I'm just trying to sort of, like, mediate other couples and, like, give advice, like, that life advice. And so my first question for you guys is, do you really think that it's fair for a woman to have high expectations for a man, Carlo? I would say, yes, it's fair. I mean, I kind of, I kind of think of it like, like this, right? Because at the end of the day, a relationship is like a co a coexistence between two people. Same way you can have your relationship with your job, a relationship with your family, things of that nature. You expect certain things, and you'll have high expectations. Like, you know, if you have a family, you want them to be there for you, and all this and all that. You might have ten things. I always put on like this, like ten point scale. Like, if you could name the ten things you want, like, what would they be? And then out of the ten. Out of everybody, you know, that you know, who is best suitable to give you those 10 things? Like, if you want this, you want that. Like, and, you know, you could reminisce on past relationships. Be like, you know, if I name these 10 things, how many of my past relationships could give me the most of those 10 things? Because at the end of the day, we can't be selfish. Like, like I said, nobody's, it's almost like the definition of perfect. It's impossible. Like, it's very rare. I mean, it's almost like people who say, oh, I need, you know, almost like that cliche girl thing. Like, oh, I need a guy who's. Six five, loyal and muscular, and this and that, and funny, and it's like you you you've cut the population of seven billion people, or let's say half of that, three and a half three and a half billion people to like less than a hundred thousand, whatever. Like, not that many people exist. So that that's what I'll say on that for now. So, Jen. I'm going to ask you this. Do you make your expectations in a relationship known up front before you date somebody? Um, I feel like that's a really good question. Just because, you know, when you first start to get to know somebody, you know, you talk about your past relationship, things that you've been through, um, and you pretty much talk about, like, you know, basic generic information. But you get to the point where you're talking about you know, what you want in your next relationship. So I feel like, you know, during dating, because I'm, I'm, everybody is not just dating one person. I don't mean sleeping with other people, but I mean literally getting to know other individuals. I feel like you guys have those conversations where you talk about um, the things that you're looking for in your next partner. It could be things that your last partner didn't give you, which I mean, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with adding to your expectation list because you, like you said, you grow, you learn things um, from past experiences. I totally agree. You have to grow in order to know like what your own expectations are, because without that, there's not going to be any form of like communication. It's going to suck. And that's just how I feel about it. Um, let me ask you another question. So this is from my poll on Instagram. And so, ladies, do you expect the guy to call slash text after the first date? 
And 67% of voters said yes. And it looks like majority of these voters, yeah, they're all women. It looks like they're, they're pretty much all women. And 33% voted no. Um, I see a couple of no's from women, too. How do you feel about that? I mean, everybody gets, you know, like after the first date, it's like, oh, my gosh, it could have either went good or could have went bad. So I, de- I feel like depending on how that first date was, that first connection, interaction, um, finally meeting face-to-face, um, who contacts who is based off of that. Um, I feel like the men always get kind of like those jitters, like where they're like, mm, I don't really know if I should hurt up. I'm just going to, you know, let it be for like a day or two. And the girl, you know, typically if they really enjoyed the date, they're like, oh, yeah, they're waiting by the phone kind of thing, waiting for a text, a call, some kind of sign like he's interested still. So, do you, Carlo, do you think a girl should be the one to text or call after the date or like, how would you go about it? Like, tell me what you think. Okay, I feel like I have a perfect reasoning for this, right? For me, it should be equal on both sides. Like, whoever, you know, I think they, there's going to be someone who enjoyed the date or maybe one who did or maybe you both enjoyed it, maybe you both didn't like it. But I feel like either or, depending on who enjoyed the date, I would say male or female, you should hit them up and let them know, hey, I really enjoyed the date, wherever the case may be, and kind of just let your intentions be known from there. Like, it's perfectly fine to say, you know, hey, I really enjoyed our date, but hey, maybe you weren't into him, and you could let that be known. Like, you know, I'm just not really that into you. And, I mean, it's basically how it goes from there. But honestly, I feel like nowadays it's like I want to keep her waiting or I want to keep him waiting, like, and just see what happens from there. It sh- I don't feel like it should be a waiting game. Like Carlos said, I think it should be mutual between both parties. Be honest. You either liked it or you didn't. Like... Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it should be mutual. Like, we don't have time to play games. Like, we're too grown for that. And if you're younger, you should take the same advice. Like, especially now since social media is, like, all up in our face. Like, you have that, that waiting game. Like, no, let's just cut to the chase. Like, do you are you with it or not? I mean, some people might think differently, but, like, out of experience, it's just easier that way. And, like, hearing stories from from guys, from girls, like, they're always just like, I I don't know, man, I don't know. I'm like, why don't you know? Like, just ask the question. Ask the simple question. Stop letting Justin LeBoy literally dictate every single move that you make. You're messing it up, Justin. (laughs) What is going on? My friends literally send me posts from Justin all the time, and I ignore it now because I'm like, what is he saying? He's toxic. The dude is literally toxic. I was just about to say that. (laughs) All right. This next poll, this question I have, um, goes, it's an expectation for a guy. So, or an assumption, I should say, that we have as women sometimes. Um, Or that we've been told, like, growing up. He's supposed to be good at manly tasks. And I asked this as a yes or no question. And 60% of voters said yes, and 40% said no. So who wants to go first? Carlo? Uh, I agree to a certain extent. Like, you know, not every guy's going to be fucking Bob the Builder. But, I mean, you know, like, my... I mean, I kind of, like, credit my brother-in-law. Like, he can do fucking anything, like, put a bed together, a dresser, all that by himself. Like, it's not like he needs instructions and all 
type of shit that, you know, typical people do. Like, he could just, anything you can think of, he could probably do. Change a tire. I mean, he's a mechanic, so it is what it is. But at least for the basic necessity, for a man, like, at least know, you know what I'm saying, pick shit up that's heavy, know how to change the tire. Because, you know, it's like shit like that, like, you may not have anybody around to do it. It's like, if you can't do it, your, de- your girl probably definitely can't do it. I mean, maybe there are there's probably definitely some girls that know how to change a tire, but if you can and she can't, she's looking upon you to kind of take care of those things like that that aren't really seen as female things to do. Like, I'm not, me personally, I'm not just looking at, you know, a female to like, hey, can you come change my tire? Like, um, when I think about it, I, I kind of look back and like think about my dad because there was no one there to teach him how to do those manly things, quote unquote. Like nobody taught him how to tie his shoe, ride a bike or how to change a tire on a car or I don't know, look under the hood of a car. But he knows all those things. He carries the groceries. He opens the car door for my mom. So I feel like if you want to be that man, you choose to be that man who knows how to do those quote unquote manly things. Yeah, no, that's facts. And I would say I kind of depend on that from a man like I kind of expect that but I never thought about it until like I would see my dad or like I dated somebody and I'm like hey can you put up a picture frame on the wall my dad would be quick to do it but then like dating somebody else it might be different I'm just like hold up you don't know how to do that like (laughs) like I'm just it's, it's funny but like it's sort it's something that I didn't really think about up until now so it's attractive for a guy to, you know, do those manly things, in my opinion. What do you think? You're looking at me. <laughs> no, I just always make this joke, like, when I do something that we would consider manly in a woman's world. And I'm just like, on another, on another episode of I Don't Need a Man, because it's just like, we do set those expectations as women for the guys to be able to carry the groceries, especially guys. Please, please, please carry the water case. I I can't do it. I just can't carry the water case upstairs. I don't know. I'm not weak or anything, but it's just like, if I'm getting these bags, like someone's got to get the water case. Like, well, now I got to get the water cases by myself. (laughs) I mean, there's no problem with being independent. And I feel like as I look on later in my life, like I do want somebody there who can do those things that I've been doing for myself is I would appreciate it. And like and like Ali said, it's attractive. Just to chime in on some joke time shit. It is always so funny because I've seen the post before. I don't know. It just came to mind about the water case. I remember this girl posted like, you know, she bringing her groceries in, and then she literally posted like, "Damn, all the time I'm always talking about I don't need a man, and I have two water cases in my car that will probably sit there for days." And I'm just like, "Well, hey, Miss Independent, do your thing." We are independent-ass women, okay? That is an assumption, first of all. Again, toxic energy from Instagram. Those posts, man, like, no. Like, we're just, as women, we're just explaining that it's attractive. We're not saying, like, yo, I need a man because he needs to do that. It's just, like, a personal expectation. You know what I mean? I don't know how else to explain it. I don't know. I'll put it like this. Like, it's perfectly fine to not need a man, but when you're constantly seeing yourself like damn if I had a man he probably would do this or do that or do this because it's like when you do it it's like you know it might not be 
the best way you could have possibly done it. Like I said, with the water case, like you got two water cases in your car. Who knows how long it's about to stay in there? But had you had a man right there, like they would have came in in about two minutes. I like that we're talking about water bottles. There are so many other things besides handing up water bottles. Like it could be financially, you know what I mean, as an expectation. I know a lot of women, especially like my, like growing up as like a Latina, you know, it's like society has sort of like embraced it as like, oh, a man should do all these house things as far as like construction or, you know, like giving us the full 100% responsibility of providing for the family. So, like, how do you guys feel about that? I know you'll have something to say. Carlo. No, I just had a random thought. Like, it's almost like that quote, right? It's like, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. But I feel like, I don't know why we don't do it now. Like, obviously, you know, our parents, it's like, man has to deal with everything and do everything, whatever. But it's like, now in this new age, it's like, that's like, if I know how to change a tire, why can't I teach my girl how to change a tire because it's like at the end of the day I, I may not be there for every single scenario that you may need to change your tire but it's better if I would have at least taught you versus you have to depend on me to do this certain thing versus I could have taught you yeah you may not do it to the best or to my ability maybe but maybe you can if I because I taught you tying back to when Carla was like oh it's misindependent like yeah it's misindependent women run the world like go girls like literally but at the end of the day it's like what do I need a man around if I can't depend on you to help me out sometimes to cut the slack you know like if I can do all that myself you're really not adding any value to this journey of life for me not just doing the manly things but I mean like I feel like there's just manly things and we're just talking about oh like helping me change a tire and like carrying the water cases like but like helping me change a tire there's a lot of women who are 20 plus and have no idea how to do that because I don't know they might not have had a father figure or maybe their mom didn't even know like no you got a point I met a girl she knew how to change a tire and everything so I guess it just really depends on I guess like how you grew up or what your dad showed you or didn't show you. Just to add this last thing, like, you know, Ella was saying, like, you know, she knows a girl how to change a tire. I feel like in that case, she probably had that father figure that probably told her, hey, you're a woman, like, don't depend on a man. I'm going to teach you myself. So that way, things he may use as an advantage, like I said, even the water case changing tires, like, a guy might use that as an advantage, like, oh, I know you can't do that, so I'm going to do it. So now he feels like, he has higher value because he knows he can do something you can't do. But now where is the value if you can do the things he can do? So, you know, you know, shout out to women, though. Like That just made me think of this one time I was speaking with my dad, and he's like, hey, where'd you get that sh- those pair of shoes and that watch? And I'm like, oh, like, my boyfriend bought it, bought it for me. And he got so mad at me, and he literally was like, you need to take a seat. And I was like, I'm going to be here for a while. And he pretty much just told me, like, I need to be independent. I need to be able to count on myself. Like, everybody is not always going to be there for you. And, like, that, I feel like that's another reason why women look for men to do those manly kind of things. Or, I mean, even society now today has made this idea that men are supposed to, you know, be in charge of the household. They're supposed to have their financials together. They're supposed to provide for the entire family while the woman sits back and, 
you know, takes care of maybe the things at home or raises the children again. Kind of like going back to, um, it's like history repeating itself almost. Um, And women, don't be afraid to be the breadwinner in the household. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I take pride in that, honestly. I'm going to pass it to Carlo. This is going to be interesting. Um, Are men supposed to be confident all the time or at all times? So 36% of people said yes and 64% said no. And majority of the no's were from women, but the yeses were from men. Okay, so that ties back really to like that masculinity thing like that. Us as guys just feel like unconsciously, like we just feel like we have to be that all the time. But I mean, it's perfectly fine to not be confident sometimes. Like, you know, yeah, that's expected from us. But I mean, again, like you don't got to be tough every day. Like there's at the end of the day, there's going to be somebody out there tougher than you, somebody more confident than you, things like that. Like it's it's perfectly fine. Someday you don't feel that confident, like, you know. Hey, you know, as guys, people are going to judge you and be like, oh, you look pussy or whatever. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, just to piggyback off of, like, what Carlos said, you know, we have this idea where men are supposed to be masculine. They're not supposed to show their emotions like that. Um, but at the end of the day, men are still human beings. Like, they still have feelings. They still go through things. You know, they have. They wake up, they have bad days. Um, so I feel like it's completely human to not be confident every single day, whether it's about physical appearance or your financial status or um, anything that you're dealing with, honestly. And I feel like for the guys that voted yes, like, you know, more power to you like you must be confident and like that was probably like instilled in you to be confident at an early age but there are women like we have empathy like like um jen said everybody's human you know what i mean like everybody has their own feelings and you're gonna find that person that's gonna respect whether or not you have those insecurities or you have that confidence or not that's just my two cents i feel like I feel like if you're too confident, sometimes it can just be, like, chill out. That's just my opinion. Do you expect a man to have his own place before dating Jennifer, Jen Jen? I mean, let's be real. The price of living is going up in America. (laughs) It's not easy to live by yourself. Um... I can say personally, you know, I I went to college in 2014 and I have not moved back into my parents' house and I'm I'm super proud of it, to be honest. Um, And it hasn't been easy. I've lost jobs, been down bad a couple times, just to be real. Um, And people who can't be honest about that, I don't even know why you're hiding it or trying to make this, you know, this facade that you have all this money and you're just living good. I feel like um, I've been in a relationships where I've been the person who's always had um, their own apartment, their own home, their own space. So um, I wouldn't say that it's a requirement for dating, um, but I mean, I, I feel like it makes me look self-sufficient and again, independent as well. Carlo, do you think it's wrong to have an expectation for a guy to have his own place like before dating or even like throughout dating? Um... 
I guess I wouldn't say it's wrong to have that expectation. Like, you know, like I said, females are going to set high expectations. Like, you're going to want a man to have his own crib, his own whip, his own this, his own that. But I mean, again, like Jen said, like realistically, like cost of living, it's, it's, it's up there. Like, you know, especially depending on the area you live in, like imagine finding a guy that has his own place in a market where a one bedroom is like seventeen hundred dollars two thousand dollars like you're probably not going to see that man that often because he's busy working and to to get that rent money versus the guys who don't got their spot yeah you're going to see him out most of the time because they got plenty of money to spend because they're probably splitting it or probably not paying rent if they're living at home with their parents which again there's no issue to live with your parents but as long as you have a plan to at some point like separate yourself from that and have your own thing because to me having your own spot honestly is the most peaceful thing even if you have to live build a bill because it's like you, you can't put a you can't put a price on peace of mind like to being able to go to your own own spot and knowing you can walk in there's no drama there's no this there's no that it's just you and the crib get out your mama's house <laughs> well i was gonna say <laughs> no really because that's the other side of it like when women look at men we're like you're 20, let's say 25 plus because I'm 26, um, and you still live at your mom's house and you have no plan whatsoever to leave, I, that's, that's honestly unattractive because where do you see yourself in five years? I mean, it's, it's completely different if you're taking care of your family members and things like that. But, like, if you see yourself with me in five years, you know, maybe getting married, I'll just jump the gun from dating, but getting married to a deeper connection and commitment, do you think that I'm going to move into your mom's basement and sleep with you on your mattress? Like, I, I'm, it's just, woman, think about it. It's, it's true. It's honest, since this is a safe place. And I just want you ladies to actually really think about the men that you're, you're dating. Um, they have no plan for themselves. So what plan will they later on down the road have for the us that you're going to create in that relationship? But I just got a little steamy out here. I was about to see, say something on both sides, but damn. <laughs> I mean, the way I, I think of it is like, as a woman to have that high expectations for a man to have his own his own place like marriage i totally understand like that's different dating i don't know i guess it i guess it could depend on like your age but i the way i feel about it is like if you as a girl like you're having these high expectations like have you asked yourself those questions like do you have your own place like you know what i mean so i try to see it like that all right just to be on joke time for one minute it, it's like you said like females have those high expectations and it's like it's the running joke it's like all these females out here I want a Birkin I want a Birkin can you get yourself a Birkin can you afford that for yourself right now why are you just out here just on social media I, I need a Birkin my, my guy gotta give me a Birkin cause Lil Dirk got his girl maybe we can here. maybe we want y'all I mean, to do if it you, if you can more power to you but if you're those girls that go out with a dollar in the dream knowing guys are buying you drinks Come on now. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Just a dollar and a dream. <laughs> a dollar and a dream. Going out, free drinks. And again, like I said, more power to you. I, I, I ate off that too. My female friends would go to VIP, come back with two drinks, and I'd be drinking free right with them. So, hey, <laughs> I can buy my own drinks, but hey, I, I prefer it free as well. It, it's a nice life y'all live. But hey, don't, like, like she said, though, 
don't expect something you can't get. Don't expect your man to have a crib. You can't get one. You still live in your mama's basement as well. Or, But why would you set expectations that you haven't already met? I, I feel like that's completely wrong. But that's the thing, though. With females, it's like, like I said, you you know, plenty of girls like, yo, I need this bag and this new, I need the Teffy and the, the Louie and all, the Birkin. And you're not... Right, you're not Lil Durk and whatever his girl's name is, but like you're not that. Like I said, your man is not getting you that bag, sh- sis. Stop asking. You're like you're getting bags from I don't even know Sheen. Come on now. Wait, wait, wait! Don't not hate saying, on Sheen. <laughs> Let's not, stop that. I'm not hating on Sheen, but you can't go from Sheen to Louis. You Yo. sure can. You got. You, gotta you can work your way up. up. You can work up. Sheen, Fashion Nova. That's what I'm saying. Michael Kors, they and all, eventually you'll get the Louis. They all work. They, for sure, they work. They serve the purpose. Anything of a bag. is fashion nowadays. So whatever you like, you get it. Just to close off this last question, what does perfect mean to you? Short, short version. Perfect to me, unobtainable, impossible, a mountain you might never reach. But as long as you strive for it, you'll get better. You'll get close, and it'll just keep getting farther. But you know. He's got to keep trying. My answer to this question is really short, honestly. I feel like perfect means the one percentile. Like Carlos said, it's almost impossible and unobtainable. Um, But I feel like a lot of people have the potential to grow to be that quote-unquote perfect. I am not perfect. I was not perfect in my relationship and I don't think anybody is. I think we try to be perfect. And I feel like personally the only person that can judge me and who is perfect in my eyes is God. And that's just how I feel. So thank you guys for coming out. I really appreciate you guys for being real and honest. And this was really funny. I wanted it to be funny. Um, but y'all, please go on my page follow Carlo and Jen shout out to them Um, and I hope to see y'all soon thanks, bye love is a spectrum there is not as it were nice love como dice Bad Bunny mírame con esos ojitos lindos like Kanye says no hard feelings but these feelings harder Like Eric Ruppert says, it's a cold world, baby, and I'm just getting heated. I love you, Roddy.